Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast, where we try to make sense of the dirty and the divine in our messy world. My name is Zach, and I'm an ex-pastor, a struggling addict, and I deal with major anxiety and depression. Yet I deeply believe in God's presence in my life and in your life as well. I hope today's conversation inspires your thoughts, challenges your beliefs, and helps you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Thanks for joining. What's up? What's up, my dirty family? I hope y'all are having a freaking blessed day, y'all. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I'm glad, man, to be home. Family's doing wonderful. Um, Y'all, I'm I'm good. Business is going well. I'm loving this podcast. I'm loving um, the things I hear from you guys. Uh, I took some time uh, earlier today and read through some of the reviews that you guys have left on um, Apple Podcasts and just sharing like your experience while you listen to it. Um, Man, it blesses me every time. And so for all of you who have left that, thank you so, so very much. It it means more than I, I can even express. And if you do love this podcast and you would like to do something like that, um, it would mean the world to me. Um, it's okay if you don't, but it would mean the world to me. It helps us um, get more recognition as far as like more people listening. Um, and if you love this podcast um, as much as I do, I always want to get more people connected so that they can feel seen, known, and loved um, by a real God. I want that for people just like I want that for you. So we've been working through uh, these different parables. And again, parables are just these short stories that carry profound meaning. And Jesus. Uh, if you haven't noticed this week, Jesus is a baller at it. I mean, man, you could read these parables and take so many things away. In fact, I would love to hear some of the takeaways you've had from these parables um, that may be different than the takeaways I'm sharing. And just because yours is different, it doesn't make yours wrong or mine wrong. It just makes them different. The Bible is beautiful like that, how it can meet us right where we are at. And so we're working through different parables. And today I want to work through one that is um, very intense. Um, It's a very intense parable, but it is absolutely beautiful. And I'm going, I'd imagine I'm going to be very passionate about this parable um, because it connects very well to my experiences in life. Um, But let's, let's read it. A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho when he was attacked by robbers. All right, so this is not good. Can we just face this is not a good situation. This joker's minding his own business, trying to travel down this road, um, and he gets freaking jumped by a gang. Um, They stripped him of his clothes, so now that he's naked, they beat him, and they went away, leaving him half dead. So this isn't just like a a grab and run. Like They didn't just take his wallet. They they were out to humiliate this person. They were out to leave their mark, to to ruin this person, even kill this person. They were looking to destroy this person's life, this man's life. It says this. So this man's on the he's on the side of the road. He's half dead. He's in a ditch. Um, this is a walking lane. So people would walk through here occasionally. This was a common place of travel. Obviously, there were not cars back then. Um, and it says this. A priest, maybe a pastor would connect better with some of y'all. A pastor happened to be going down the same road. And we saw the man, the man that was beaten, half dead, naked. <laughs> he passed by on the other side. The pastor of the church, the priest of the temple was like, yeah, you know what? I'm just going to go on right over here who and just pretend like I don't see that person. I know, listen, I did this. I do this sometimes. People are standing on the side of the road with their like signs asking for money. Man, let me tell you, I like pretend I'm on the phone. Um, it's sad, but it's true. 
Um, so two, next, a Levite. So you don't, Levite means nothing to you, but in the Bible, a Levite was the tribe of priests. So these were known to be the most religious people, um, people who spoke highly of the Bible, spoke highly of God, and tried to put on this pristine life. Um, and so a Levite came to the place, saw this man, and he too passed by on the other side. What a bunch of asses, am I right? But a Samaritan. All right, let's pause for a second. A Samaritan. So a Samaritan, when, when Jesus is talking to this crowd of people, Samaritans are like the enemy. They are the people you don't trust. They are people that you have been at war with forever. This would be a, an equivalent of our current situation of a Ukrainian being um, dead, half dead on the side of the road and a Russian soldier coming his way, okay? So this is not a good situation. This, at this point, everyone listening is holding their breath and they're thinking, oh my gosh, this guy has already been through hell. He's about to be freaking destroyed. Um, but it says, this is, but a Samaritan, as he traveled, came where the man was. And when he saw him, he took pity on him. He went to him, bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine, anointing him and caring for him. Then he put this man on his own donkey. So now the, my man is walking. The Samaritan's walking the rest of the way. Brought him to a hotel, to an inn, and took care of him. The next day, he took out two denarii. He took out a couple hundred bucks, gave it to the innkeeper, and told him to look after him. And when I return, I will reimburse you for any extra expense that you may have. So this is a crazy story because anyone listening to this while Jesus is sharing is like, the pastor should have helped. The Levite should have helped. Um, these, these people are above and beyond this idea of being able to love people. They know God has called them to love people well, and they have dropped the ball. And a Samaritan, the one who you least expect, um, that these people would have least expected, goes above and beyond in caring for this man um, and redeems this man, giving him more than what he needs to get him back on his feet. So I want to talk a little bit today about this. Um, it has been my experience. And this isn't everyone's experience, um, and it hasn't always been my experience, that the people that I trusted the most to come help me were not the ones who showed up, that it was way, it is a surprising moment in life when you are going through um, the fires of hell and how people will pretend like you are not there and turn around, that maybe right now you are going through that, that you are going, you literally feel like you have been left half dead and naked and embarrassed. And the people that you thought were going to show up and care for you have not. That they have turned their back. They've all of a sudden gotten busy. They distance themselves from you and you've left alone. Here's what I want to tell you if you find, them this, find, find yourself in this situation. There will be people that show up that you do not expect. That there will be people that you counted on at one point to be weird, to be a little bit obnoxious, to be a little odd. Um, people that you weren't really close with that they will see you hurting and they will come and they will care for you. Um, that in that season, it is very easy to push everyone away because it's sometimes people just want to know what's happening. People just want the drama to hear your misery um, and to provide negativity to that misery. But there will be people that show up that you least expect. Um, and I want to challenge you today to be open-minded enough to accept some of their love. That it's easy to think because those closest to you turn their back on you um, that maybe everyone will. And it's not true. There will be people that show up that will care for you that you least expect. So I want to challenge you with that. But the second thing I want to talk about is this. 
we have to be the Samaritan in this story. That there will be people that deeply hurt us, people that we are enemies with, people that believe differently, that, that we distrust, that will go through hellacious seasons in life. And we have to be the people that show up. That we can't just pretend like it doesn't exist. Now, I'm not telling you that you need to invite them into your house to live with you. Maybe that's what you need to do. But I am telling you that if you see someone hurting, we are called to have the empathy to care about them. To understand that they may be in a sucky situation, but we talked about this a couple weeks ago, there aren't bad people. There are good people that make bad decisions in shitty situations. And so what we have to do is we have to say, you know what? I believe this is a good person that maybe they're hurt. Maybe they they have been uh, mistreated, but there's a reason why they made the decisions they did. I'm not called to figure that out. What I'm called to do is to love them well. And I want to challenge you today to be that to people, that the church has done the worst job in the world at abandoning people when they make bad decisions. We have to be better. We have to speak words of hope. We have to speak words of encouragement. We have to be a voice of support when they are left alone, when they are alone in a ditch, naked and dying. That they do not need someone to remind them that they're naked and broken. They do not need someone to remind them that they screwed up. What they need is for someone to come alongside of them and say, hey, I know this sucks, but it can get better. So I want to challenge you today that if you know someone that is hurting, to go after them. Love them fiercely because you know what? That's what Jesus did with us. He did that with you. We are called to do the same. I'm going to get off this, this, this soapbox, and I'm going to pray. But listen, love people well. Not only because it's the right thing to do, but because it's how God loved us. It's how God treated us through Jesus. And so extend a hand of grace, a hand of mercy, a hand of forgiveness, and help broken people get their lives back together again. Let me pray for you. God, thank you for today. Um, Lord, I'm very passionate about this. I, I, don't, I don't always succeed at this, but I want to be better. Lord, help us to empathize well. Help us to love well. Help us to fight for the people that are hurting. Um, Lord, do not let us be the one walking on the other side of the street with our eyes closed, pretending they're not there. Um, Lord, help us to be the one that stands up and fights for the hurting. Lord, for those that right now feel half dead and alone, and Lord, they have nobody, Lord, I pray that they would receive the help from unlikely places and unlikely sources. Lord, send them good people that love them and love you. Lord, I thank you for it. And we ask all of this in your name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L. Or you can connect with myself and other listeners through our private Facebook group. You can find this by searching Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family. Lastly, if you enjoy the podcast, please take time to rate it on iTunes or Spotify. This helps us reach more people and lets us know that my content is making a difference in your life. Most importantly, I hope today you felt seen, known, and loved by a real God. Be blessed.